Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. May 28, 2020, the extradition edition. And we will start with that story as uh, the extradition of Huawei executive Ming Wangzhou cleared a major hurdle in Canada as a Vancouver court ruled that fraud charges against her could would constitute a crime in, in Canada, opening way for her extradition. She is the former chief financial officer of the Chinese giant Huawei, and she's now one step closer to coming to trial in the United States. Of course, uh, by doing so, both Canada and the United States are going to royally piss off China, and the sight of her in the dock in uh, orange jumpsuit and chains is going to be broadcast on the length and breadth of China. So if you're doing business in China, you need to be ready for a huge backlash uh, from this. But the Canadian court has made its ruling, and now we will have to see what happens when she's sent to the U.S., Uh, In a sort of political but also business-related matter uh, in China, uh, Mike Pompeo, the um, Secretary of State, has uh, announced that Hong Kong has lost its autonomy, and this uh, kicks in or rather will do away with uh, the U.S. government's special trade and economic relations with the territory. Um, This uh, puts both the U.S. and China, obviously, on a collision course regarding Hong Kong, as Hong Kong is home to many international corporations and the home to many U.S. corporations for their uh, Far East operations. Obviously, it's been a financial and commercial hub for uh, since the last century, and this uh, move by the U.S., when you uh, add it to the extradition of Ming Guangzhou, uh, is just uh, more knives in the death knell of the relationship, commercial relationship between the United States and China. So uh, this move by the Chinese government to incorporate Hong Kong directly uh, from the political perspective, of course, no surprise there. Hong Kong has wanted to do this from before they took over the colony from the British, and now they uh, have made their move during the coronavirus crisis, and frankly, the um, immobility of the United States to do anything anywhere, anytime, other than run away. So it's going to be interesting to see what the U.S. does to run away under the Trump administration now. Uh, Next up, from our good friend Dylan Tokar over at the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, he interviews um, former head of the fraud section Andrew Wiseman, although Wiseman probably better known for being an assistant on Robert Mueller's special counsel team, um, uh, about uh, a wide range of topics. Uh, For the compliance practitioner, uh, the main uh, interest was the need for a compliance professional as an advisor to the DOJ fraud fraud section, specifically the FCPA unit. The, um, uh, obviously, having a compliance expert 
someone really uh, attuned to the nuts and bolts of compliance is a huge boon for the Department of Justice and gives them a resource that they don't uh, have within the DOJ. They are prosecutors, and as they should be, they prosecute crimes. They don't build compliance programs. So Wiseman recognizes that need and, and in a very subtle way, chastises the current uh, DOJ for failing to do so. And finally, the SEC has fined Aries Management $1 million for its compliance failures. The private equity firm bought stock in a public company while it had access to inside information. Obviously, a no-no. And it's good to see that the SEC is actually engaging in enforcement uh, going forward. So uh, kudos to the SEC for their fine against Aries Management. I hope you'll check out this month's 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, where I'm focusing on written standards. Also, I hope you will check out the Compliance Life, where we are featuring Ellen Hunt. And finally, I start a five-part series on compliance programs in the banking industry and beyond, sponsored by K2 Intelligence Fin. Check all those out this week on the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.